0: hey you guys what is up happy monday and happy martin luther king jr day so i like to look up holidays just to learn a little more about them because i feel like ever since we i don't know we were young we just were like oh today is memorial day or today is labor day or today's columbus day like we're taking this day off and i don't know i feel like a lot of people don't know what a lot of these holidays are for. So I like to look up every single holiday um, whenever it's it's like a national federal holiday and just learn more about it. So I looked up Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And while this holiday is, I feel like we all mostly know what this holiday is about. Um, but so I wanted to look it up and I actually learned some things, not about why we celebrate it, but how long it took to make this a federal holiday it's kind of kind of crazy and a little bit ridiculous all at the same time so i'm going to read this little paragraph from good old wikipedia and let's see if you guys learn some stuff like i did so it says that king was the chief spokesperson for nonviolent activism in the civil rights movement which protested racial discrimination in federal law and state law i think that's Most of us knew that that's what the holiday was about. But then it says, The campaign for a federal holiday in King's honor began soon after his assassination in 1968. President Ronald Reagan signed the holiday into law in 1983, and it was first observed three years later. At first, some states resisted observing the holiday as such, giving it alternative names or combining it with other holidays. It was officially observed in all 50 states for the first time, In 2000. Wow. The fact that that I was only, let me just do some math, four years old when all 50 states decided to celebrate Martin Luther King Jr. Day. That's crazy. That's crazy to me. And the fact that so many states resisted celebrating Martin Luther King Jr. Day until the year 2000 and he was assassinated in 1968. That's just absolutely ridiculous. But anyways, there's your little history lesson for the day. You thought we were gonna talk about self-love and confidence and nutrition? Well, we are also talking about history. We are just switching it up over here in the Empowered Podcast. All right, so today we are gonna be talking about why I decided to not be plant-based anymore and if you've been a listener of this podcast for a while, or if you are just a friend or a family member and you know me, um, I've been plant-based for a while and I loved being plant-based, but I am not anymore. Hey you guys, welcome to the Empowered podcast hosted by your girl, Miranda Lee. I hope you're ready to get confident, throw away the all or nothing mindset, fully surrender to God, and strive to be 1% better every day. Don't forget, you are enough, you are worthy, and you are loved. Alrighty, let's get this party started. So for those of you who are like, Miranda, I don't care that you're not plant-based anymore. Why are you making a whole podcast episode about this? You guys, it is deeper than that. And there is a life lesson that I learned and maybe you will learn too from me not being plant-based. So I promise this is just more than what I eat in a day and why I'm eating different stuff now. So let's backpedal a little to why I became plant-based in the first place. There are a couple reasons. Honestly, the biggest reason why I became plant-based is for the environment. This was one of my biggest ways that I chose to reduce my carbon footprint and try to make more sustainable choices. But there are also other reasons why I decided to go plant-based that had to do with health. Um, I just like the idea of really prioritizing whole foods and plants, making that um, the primary portion of my diet and then having wiggle room for other things. So the beautiful thing about being plant-based or or just about the term plant-based is it's not, there aren't a set of strict rules. It varies from person to person. So for me being plant-based, about 90% of the things I ate were plant-based and then the other 10%, um, I, I did have some wiggle room, whether it be you know my protein powder that does have some dairy in it, um, or, you know, having some eggs every once in a while, or, you know, on Christmas or Thanksgiving, like I did eat meat, but I just don't make, I just didn't make animal products the center of all my meals. And being plant-based, it, it can ebb and flow. And that's why I think just the, just plant-based in general is cool because it's not like being a vegetarian, where if you're vegetarian, it means you do not eat any meat. Or if you're a pescatarian, it means you don't eat any meat, but you can't eat fish. Like being plant-based can vary. You can say that you are plant-based and, you know, be 100% like a vegan, or you might be 50-50. It's different. But for me, I just tried to limit my animal product intake you know, just to help the environment and to make sure that I was getting high fiber and all nutrient-dense foods. Um, But I'm not plant-based anymore. And the reason why is because my health and my nutrition was actually suffering recently from being plant-based. So I've been plant-based for probably two years now, if I had to guess. Um, and for the first year and a half, I was doing great. I, you know, I was able to get enough protein in, I was eating enough meals and eating enough calories, but now that I'm a mom and I just had a baby, I notice I don't have as much time on my hands. I, um, noticed that I also just wasn't eating as much because... A lot of times, things that are a little faster to grab or to make um, had plant-based products in it, so it wasn't like I'd be like, "Oh, let me just let me just grab some chicken salad, like something super easy, and just like make a chicken salad sandwich, or just make a sandwich with ham and cheese, or anything like that." Things that were plant-based required a lot more time and effort, at least to make it, you know, "quote unquote" healthier yeah, I could, you know, just grill up a Beyond Burger and call it a day. But, you know, I tried to make sure that I was having nutrient-dense meals. So, you know, whether it be making lentils and veggies or grilling up tofu, um, these things were taking a lot of time. And as a result, I wasn't getting enough protein. Um, My just caloric intake for the day was really down and considering that I am breastfeeding I need to make sure that I have enough calories. And then to just kind of add to it we noticed that our son has a soy allergy and soy is one of the biggest sources of protein when it comes to a plant-based diet. So that means I couldn't eat tofu and I was like eating organic tofu like every day. Couldn't eat edamame, just so many soy products that are high in protein are now off limits because my son is having an allergy from drinking it out of my breast milk. So that's when I had to sit down and think, what are my main priorities right now? something needs to give, something something needs to change or I'm going to just be going down this road of thinking I have to be plant-based, I have to eat a certain way, but I am struggling to get enough protein, I'm struggling to get enough calories, I'm struggling to even have nutrient-dense foods because I'm trying so hard to make sure that they're plant-based that the things that I'm choosing aren't, quote unquote, the healthiest. So this was a really hard decision for me. And I do not have that all or nothing mindset. If anything, you can even say that I'm still plant-based, but my percentage is not 90-10 anymore. I'm not 90% plant-based. I've had to make room for things like um, cottage cheese or Greek yogurt which I still kind of limit because I am a little bit lactose intolerant, but (laughs) those are high in um, protein. Um, I have started eating, you know, like turkey or chicken or maybe even, you know, um, beef every once in a while. It's still kind of hard for me because I've gone so long um, just not having it um, daily or anything like that, that now that I have to incorporate it, it's kind of hard, but I'm doing what I know is best for me and my body right now. Will I be more plant-based in the future? Definitely, because you know what? Well, I can't even say definitely because who knows what the future holds, but that's my hope is to go back toward the 90% plant-based, 10% not, because I enjoyed it. I enjoyed how it made me feel. I was not doing it for any diet reasons I was doing it more of that has to do with my morals and when I did eat meat I would just try to make sure that it was from a local butcher and it was from a farmer just organic or locally sourced or something like that I just I just ethically couldn't just sit around eating Tyson chicken nuggets it just didn't sit well with me um but you really have to take into consideration uh, what's going on in your life right now and what needs to give and what needs to take. So I had to decide that right now I do need to incorporate a little more animal products and not be as picky because um, my health was could potentially do the opposite of what I wanted it to do. I wanted to make sure I was incorporating whole foods and getting um, more nutrients But because my my new chapter in life of being a mother is so time-consuming and stressful, I noticed that what I was picking were not nutrient-dense foods because I was trying so hard to avoid animal products, if that makes sense. So now, um, like just before I recorded this podcast, I had some cottage cheese, pineapple, and granola. And this is a snack that I probably would not have picked in the past because I tried to really limit dairy products, but now it is a super quick and easy snack that I can make that I know it is high in protein and I'm getting my nutrients from all three of the things that were in my snack, and I am not feeling guilty about it. So that is why I am not plant-based. And the reason why I wanted to share this with you guys is because I know it can be so hard to um, uh, just like to hold on to things because you think you have to do it. Like let's say thinking that you have to lift in the gym six days a week for two hours a day, but what if you're in med school right now and right now your priority is to be studying. This doesn't mean that you don't have to work out at all. We don't wanna have that all or nothing mindset, right? But this might mean that your priorities need to change and shift a little bit for where you are right now in your life. So if you are someone who is used to lifting two hours a day every day, and now you really have to focus on studying for med school, you might have to change it or maybe you only work out one hour a day every day or maybe you decide that you are going to work three days work out three days a week and get your workouts in we we all all have like such a small plate and we try to fit everything on it and we we can't expect ourselves to do that because it's just going to lead to failure and we need to remember that we are going to go through different challenges in different phases in our life where things are going to have to shift so right now I'm in a phase where my mental health is taking <laughs> taking the ultimate priority because it is something that has been struggling, um, being a new mom and having this life transition. So other things have had to shift. I had to shift being plant-based because I needed to make sure I was getting the nutrition that I needed and that I wasn't so stressed out and I don't know, I just didn't have time to cook all the plant-based meals that I used to cook when I had all this extra time. My workout schedule has also shifted right now where I am making sure I am working out because I know it is good for my physical and mental health, but that right now it doesn't look like working out every single day. I have started um, a running program. Um, me and my mom are both doing it and we are training for a 5k which is so crazy for me to say because i've ran so many marathons and half marathons and like a billion 5ks i started running when i was in the fifth grade and now it's like all right i'm gonna train for a 5k again but it looks different and i'm pushing a baby in a jogging stroller and i'm not letting my ego get in the way of that i'm being like oh well well i am i already know how to run no, life has changed. I'm starting from from zero to work up to a 5K and this is what I'm doing for my mental and my physical health. Where, you know, a year ago, it would be me in the gym every single day and, you know, I was training for my Olympic triathlon. Does this mean that in the future, I'm not gonna be plant-based or I'm not gonna be training for triathlons or weightlifting two hours a day every day? I don't know. I don't know but to to have the same expectations for who I am now versus who I used to be when I had all this extra free time and you know someone wasn't wasn't depending on me to survive and live is just it's it's unfair to to myself and to my baby so for those of you who maybe compare yourself to who you were in high school or maybe in college where you're like, I was working out every single day, I weighed this weight or I was this pant size, or I had this amount of energy, be kind to yourself because you were a completely different person. You had a complete different list of priorities and you need to be okay with things shifting. And just remember, it's it's not going to be forever. Will I be more plant-based in the future? I, I hope so. I hope that um, I'm just gonna be okay with going wherever life takes me, where right now my percentage might be 50-50, and maybe over time it will slowly increase, or maybe it won't. Maybe I'll just, maybe what's best for me is staying where I am right now. But I don't get attached to things, and I'm human. I definitely get in my head sometimes like, oh man, I used to be so good at being plant-based and making all my meals and life just looks a little different now. And that's okay and I have to remind myself. So if you are someone who compares yourself to other people or maybe you compare yourself to an older version of you, you gotta stop that. I'm I'm very guilty of comparing myself to older versions of me. And we need to, to just take things one day at a time be kind to ourselves and remember that our priorities are going to change through different stages and seasons of our life. There are going to be different things that are much more important than than working out three hours a day, five days a week. Does this mean I don't think you should prioritize your physical health, um, your nutrition, or your mental health or any of that? No, but it's just going to look different in every season. So right now, it might just be getting a walk-in every day for 20 minutes. It might be doing some meditation or some yoga. And who knows, it might be going to the gym for an hour every day because it is something you need to get all the, just get those endorphins, release stress, and that's how you need to deal with life right now it might be that but that's why it's so important just to learn more about yourself um, and just take it one day at a time and know that I'm cheering for you. All right I feel like there was never a period in any of the sentences I just said it was just a giant run-on but I mean that's what you get. (laughs) All right you guys I hope you have an amazing day and an amazing rest of your week and if you're listening to it on MLK Day I hope you're having a good day off if you have the day off. <laughs> but I will catch you guys in the next episode. Make sure to um, leave my podcast a review if you enjoy it, and to follow me on Instagram at This Is Miranda Lee. And also make sure to check out my Etsy shop for body confidence devotionals, um, body pause stickers, and there's, there's even more. There's body confidence affirmations, a bunch of good stuff on there. I will put the link in my bio so you guys can check it out, but I will catch you in the next episode.